The following is a Goulash Media production. GoulashMedia.net Remember a simpler time when it was okay to be weird, have fun, and think for yourself? Well, those days are over. The art of conversation itself is dead. Sacrificed on the altar of divide and conquer and disguised as political correctness and spared feelings. I believe that unity can only come from truth and that the only way to find truth is by exploring and embracing our valuable differences and having civil, open-minded, and uncomfortable discourse. Conspiracies, politics, religion, and all the taboo topics are mainly just praise you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. We are here to literally change the world one uncomfortable conversation at a time. So if you're easily offended, put your big girl panties on and buckle up, buttercup, because you chose to be here. I'm Dan Smuts, you are the power, and this is The System Is Down. Oh, man. We're back with another one. Good Lord. Put out so many episodes this week, you'd think I'm like as desperate as Josh Smith is or something. But... Welcome back to the least comfortable show on the web. It is The System is Down, where we talk about all the uncomfortable <laughs> topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, and Justin is already going to make noise in the background, but uh, whatever. We'll, we'll get to him in a minute. Um, this is uh, the place where you come to uh, have the conversations and get your panties in a wad because we talk to uh, certain people about certain things that you don't like, and uh, we're going to do it again today. But before we do, uh, let me remind you guys about our sponsors. First and foremost being you guys in the Downers Club like Shannon Martinez, Level Zero, Lee Letourno, uh, Vanzot Media, Brian Johnson, Carolina B, Lincoln Sack, Jack Casey, Rick Duran, Javari, Andrew Sitchley, Mark Clare, Kyle Evans, Paul Brandenburg, Craig Cust, Joe Kaminsky, Anthony Meyer, Mike something, Mitchell something, uh, John something, Tim Brown, Aaron Stewart, Howie Snowden, Nathan Sipes, David White, Lucas Riley, Mary, R- Mary Rome, John Barnhouse, William Wells, and others. If you would like your name on that list, if you would like to be a producer of this show, go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and sign up for the Downers Club and you'll get more weird, more raw, more offensive, more weekly content, all the bonus episodes of the show that we typically do after uh, each episode. So go check that out and help this show keep getting bigger, better, more beautiful, more offensive every single week at patreon.com forward slash the system is down. And we are also sponsored today, of course, by ourselves, uh, the store where you can get wonderful shirts uh, like the Unity Camp Summer of Love, Healing and Cleansing by Any Means Necessary, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's Unity Camp shirt. Uh, get your official one at thesystemisdown.tv. Uh, you can also get Dare to Resist Drugs and Violence, like injections and grenades and police brutality. You can also get uh, I Love New York with the heart upside down, taking a shit that is also wearing a mask and holding an American flag, getting an injection, holding a passport. And our latest one, where is it? Oh, shit. Hold on. Uh, I opposed climate crisis mandates before it was hot. Go check it out, because it's coming down the pike, and you know it is, and it's going to be fun. Get ahead of the curve at uh, t- or the system is down.tv and get your, your swag today. We're also sponsored by... Not that. That's for later. We're also sponsored by The Royal Green, which is a book series by an awesome g- guy named Jack Casey, who writes about things that I don't read, but uh, I hear it's really good. It's a science-y, futuristic-y book about things like conspiracies, politics, and religion, so I hear it has a lot to do with things we talk about here on this show. Uh, Jack Casey's an awesome dude. He has the balls to support this show, so go support him at theroyalgreen.com. You can get that book. You can get his second book, which is In Silver Throned, behind me. Um, hold on. Let me get that out of there. 
And you can get the latest one crowned by gold in the series. And you know what I think about the cover. TheRoyalGreen.com. Go check it out. Um, Free Ounce of Kratom is also a sponsor of the show. I am drinking my Kratom right now, which gives me this 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 annoying tone and tenor of my voice that uh, keeps me awake and peppy even in the wee hours of 4 o'clock in the evening. Um, go try Kratom at FreeOunceOfKratom.com. Enter the promo code TSID. And you'll get 5% off your entire order. You can get Kratom. You can also get things like Delta 8 THC, colloidal silver, natural vitamins, minerals, and all sorts of natural shit that the government doesn't like you to have access to. Freeonceofkratom.com, promo code TSID. All right. That's that. Uh, That's all for that shit. But um, I don't really know what today is or what's going to happen. But uh, I've got got something here. This is from last week's episode when I had Tower Gang on. Um, I got this comment on, on... the video your channel is now shadow banned this morning i was able to fight it or find it this morning i was able to find it with just the name not now possible anymore i'm not sure how bad your grammar is uh in real life but try harder uh keep up producing awesome commercials thank you that's very nice of you and other more professional content i hope you don't get dragged down with the shit posters that being said my guest today are a, uh, a degenerate racist Jew Nazi shit poster who has flagrant disregard for the non-aggression principle, and her friend who I believe is some sort of translator for her or a politician or something like that, um, Rothbardian Hello, Masha and Justin O'Donnell. How are you guys doing today? I mean, first off, I don't think Josh is desperate. He just has seven kids. And once you have seven kids, it's hard to not be desperate. You know, he says that, but is he really <laughs> making enough money to fund them? Or is he just using this as an excuse to not spend time with his children? Both can be true. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Sure, yeah. So uh, when I had yeah. I had the, uh, the guys from uh, Tower Power on last week, um, in the bonus, uh, Toad was talking about, uh, Masha, your story with... Uh, LP Massachusetts. I know literally nothing. I, I ran into you and Justin. Were you at Porkfest too? Yeah, I don't remember much of it though. <laughs> okay, so I probably ran into both of you and didn't know anything about who either of you were. So uh, we didn't really talk or anything. But I don't know you guys. Don't really know your your history. Don't know this. Toad just said, "Hey, she got kicked out for some bullshit," and I was like, "Let's have her on the show." And uh, then you sent me some stuff, and it's like, mm, well. We already set that up, so I guess we got to do this. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So. This is the tale of how I got kicked out of LP Massachusetts before Bill Weld. I've committed crimes worse than Bill Weld. Yes, yes. Bill Weld didn't do didn't do anything wrong. Bill hashtag Bill Weld did nothing wrong. Uh, <laughs> Bill Weld only funded wrongdoings. He did not actually do wrongdoings, yeah. so that's that's fine, yeah. right? Well, I tweeted well, wrong. wrong. Endorsing wrong Hillary Clinton so. could be considered yeah. a war crime. That is fair. That is that is accurate. Uh, do you go as far as paying taxes is also a war crime? Yes. So you are guilty as Bill Weld is. I don't pay taxes. Well, yeah, I guess taxes? the question is right. Like, yeah. I I haven't paid taxes in four years. Touche. How about sales tax? I live in New Hampshire. Oh, well, fuck you. Anyway, uh, yeah, so so basically, this is a long ad for moving to New Hampshire from Massachusetts. <laughs> I mean, you guys have a weird way of selling your points. It's like a bunch of racist <laughs> accusations, and then all of a sudden, people are like, "I think I'll move there." They seem like decent people. Yeah, is that the the long strategy? 
get get all of your racist friends to move up to uh, New Hampshire with you? I mean, I know at least four people who showed up to Porkfest this year specifically to support Archie in his debate about racism in the LP, and yeah. then Archie yeah. didn't show up, and they've since moved to New Hampshire. Wow. Okay. That's, that's cool. <laughs> so I get they were they showed up for him. They were like, we weren't convinced to move here before, but now seeing that he's not going to come around, maybe it's a decent place. I think so. Or that they actually got to talk to the people that the internet told them to hate. Yeah. Like, and I think that's a big problem within like the liberty movement in general is like everything is distilled to 240 characters. Right. And you don't actually get to know people. Um, like when Jeremy Kaufman had his whole drama when everyone was freaking out, like how could New Hampshire let a racist piece of shit like Jeremy Kaufman run their Twitter account? I'm like, I don't know. He's a really nice guy. I play magic with him and his, like his partner, Rachel is one of my best friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like I don't pay that close attention to other people's Twitter accounts at all. Really? Like I, I don't, I couldn't tell you five Jeremy Kaufman tweets outside of the ones that, uh, oops, that's wrong, but outside of the ones that, uh, they're reading about, but, uh, in real life, I've interacted with Jeremy and I've had him on my show three times. I think had no idea he was a racist deep down inside it. it he hides it well in real life. It's very interesting. Yeah, well, uh, like Masha this, hides I it in real too, life right? because people can't what understand her until she types it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Right. So I am apparently very anti-Semitic in real life, which is why LV Massachusetts kicked out their Jew. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, it is yeah. funny. So we'll get into all the drama yeah. and everything. Um, tell, tell, well, let me start out with this. Yeah. And I did this with Tower Power guys, too. Um, mm-hmm. Because of all the accusations, like, I don't I don't personally have any reason to think that you are racist for things that you post online. But if you are, I, I'm not going to, like, kick you out of here or scream at you. We will still have a conversation. But just for the record, what's your stance on, on racism? Are you racists? Are you anti-Semites? Like, just straight up. I mean, I really hate myself, right? So I mean, I you are pretty miserable. Uh, yeah, understandable right? that you would hate like, yourself. And I, I'm a terrible Jew, partially because I haven't lost the weight I want to lose yet. So being a chubby Jew is pretty bad. Um, <laughs> um, but I, like, I just, on principle, will not denounce racism because people want me to denounce it, right? Sure. Like, I don't. Um, I. The only thing that I am averse to is saying I denounce racism as rational and repugnant because I think it's cringe and I think it does nobody any favors. Sure. Um, yeah, no, but the virtue I don't think I'm racist, but right. But like, how do you define racism? Right. Because like, right. apparently like praising Jeremy Kaufman makes me racist. It's all and, it takes. Yeah. So I like, right. Like my, I, you know, specifically do, 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 do not want to say it because my lack of silence to other people signals racism hmm. and I don't like how it's defined. Sure. So you're unwilling to say that you're not a racist is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I, am, I, am, I am only willing to say that I'm anti-Semitic because I'm a Jew and I hate myself. Hmm. I'll condemn racism, but not for the reason they want me to. Right. Like I'll con- yeah. I'll condemn racism because collectivism is the laziest reason to fucking hate somebody. Right. And I fucking hate yeah. people who don't take the time to get to know somebody and find a legitimate reason to hate them. Like I I don't hate fucking woke Jeremy because he's black. I hate woke Jeremy because he's yeah. woke. 
It's right. a whole so we should actually thing. differentiate here. We have a Chad Jeremy yeah. who's Jeremy Kaufman, and we internally <laughs> refer to Jeremy Kaufman as Chad Jeremy. Okay. And then there is an executive committee member of the Massachusetts LP who also is Jeremy, and we call him Vogue Jeremy. So we can differentiate between the two Jeremys. Mm-hmm. And Vogue Jeremy was initially really upset at me fangirling over Jeremy Kaufman, and that's how this whole thing began. Okay. It's it, this whole thing began because Jeremy Kaufman tweeted these bad words be charging us Hennessy race for taxes or something like that. Yeah. Vogue Jeremy tweeted at me saying like, are you going to get to Jeremy Kaufman's level next? And I replied with like a pouty face being, we could only aspire to Jeremy Kaufman's greatness. <laughs> and then it was like posted in the LP Massachusetts Slack, like how dare you endorse bigotry. Mm-hmm. And that's how this thing got kicked off. But, so question but, number but, 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 two, yeah, yeah. how dare you endorse bigotry? So see, like when like somebody <laughs> asked me, right, but this is it, it, this is exactly it. When like, you know, like somebody posts a post of Jeremy Kaufman's and says, which says these income taxing bad words be charging us. How is your rates? Like, is this going to be your next level? The only thing that I can say is that I, I can only aspire to reach this level. Mm-hmm. Not because like I really care about that joke. It was a Hunter Biden quote. Yes, yes, it was a Hunter Biden quote. Oh, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I get it now. So, like, like, I am in trouble for what Hunter Biden said, right? Yeah. But, like... Knowing, knowing that uh, Jeremy Kaufman said the the tweet that he said, I was like, eh, it's... It doesn't really have that much of a point. It's just like being edgy for the sake of being edgy. The fact that realizing and remembering that it is a Hunter Biden quote does make it pretty, pretty fucking funny. I'll be honest. (laughs) So anyway, I went into this ramble, but because, you know, we said woke Jeremy, we should like differentiate between the two Jeremy's. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so tell me a, a bit about you guys, like your... Not necessarily like, oh, how'd you discover liberty or how'd you get here or whatever, but like to some degree, like, who are you? How have you gotten here to the to the point where uh, you caring about Jeremy Kaufman is for so, is somehow uh, a violation of the nap? Like, what is a little bit of your history personally within the, the yeah. LP? Do you want to uh, go first, well, Justin? Yeah. So for me, I mean, my LP history is kind of storied. Um, I was in the Army. I was in the Massachusetts National Guard. And I was working a domestic security mission after being involved in the Boston Marathon uh, bombing response. And uh, I had a day where like a protester like really actually turned me. A protester did something that made me realize, oh, we are the fucking bad guys mm-hmm. and came to that conclusion. I left the army, joined the Libertarian Party. And when I got to the Libertarian Party, it was full of a bunch of autistic people. Uh, I couldn't communicate and do anything. So I wrote a book called Selling Liberty on mm-hmm. how to use basic sales techniques and a basic sales training because that's my career. I work in sales sure. uh, to teach libertarians how to fucking talk to people because they suck at it. And it turns out (laughs) when you're the non-autistic guy helping with the Massachusetts Libertarian Party, they're just like, you should be on the state committee. You should be in charge. You should run for office. Next thing I knew, it was like eight months after I joined the Libertarian Party, I was on the LNC. So like it was just like So the bar rabbit. is set low guys. If you're if you're yeah. if you're skeptical about this whole takeover thing working or not, the bar is set pretty low. Uh if somebody like Justin, a obvious right. anti-semite, can just come out of nowhere and take over the party on his own, you know, what's that what's stopping us? Yeah, I did two terms on the LNC, and I ended up running for office a bunch uh as you can see with the signs behind me. But um people like 
uh, at some point started to value my opinions just because I was seen as leadership right. within the Libertarian Party. And when like when Jeremy Kaufman first started getting in trouble with the you know, people in New Hampshire, which led to the whole New Hampshire coup and everything, mm-hmm. my refusal to condemn Jeremy because like he hasn't said anything against the platform. Right. Yeah. Like he said like some really been... offensive, edgy shit to normies. But has he said anything <laughs> not libertarian? That is no at 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 worst very debatable at, at best not, not on the lpnh page never mm-hmm. when he tweeted right. as the libertarian party in new hampshire he never went against a platform once on his personal page he pushed do you want to say who's do you want to say whose tweet he got in trouble for yeah <laughs> so he he had a he had a personal tweet on his personal page not even from lpnh where he retweeted a question and the question was would you rather live in a world where a thousand trans people are murdered every uh, every day every year, but you never yeah, have I to pay taxes again? Mm-hmm. And he said, and, and "Yes, I vote for that." And that's a poll that I made. Yeah, and he it was Masha's <laughs> tweet. So Jeremy Kaufman got in trouble for Masha's tweet way before she got in trouble for his. Yeah, I was telling you guys before the show, I had Jeremy Kaufman on to defend himself and discuss that whole debacle. And he said yeah. at the time, it wasn't even my tweet. I don't take responsibility. I mean, he didn't like backpedal or anything, but uh, he was like, it wasn't even my freaking tweet. I shared somebody else's. And yeah. now come to find out, you know, yeah. nobody is safe because she's here now. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, so, so yeah, we tweet mean things, right? Which is sure. like, actually so pathetic to talk about because like we shouldn't be talking about the LP and just tweeting, right? Like I've been when I've been in the short time that I've been in the Massachusetts LP, I've I've been asking them, hey, can you promote this protest against mask mandates and vaccine passports? Can you promote this protest against mask mandates and vaccine passports? Can you promote this protest against vaccine mandates? Right? Like like like. People are unwilling to get outside. People are unwilling to tweet about getting outside, but people will, we will talk about tweets for weeks afterward, right? right. Yeah. But it takes so little time to shoot down a protest. It takes apparently a lot of willingness and enthusiasm to keep talking about mean tweets from people like me and Jeremy. Right. Yeah. They, they will uh, remember a tweet so, like forever. That, that that will be ingrained in their brain, and you are that person that made that tweet. That is your label forever. But they won't. The, I mean, the the amount that they will discuss the but things like, that oh, matter, no, the we, libertarian we things. We can't go and yell outside with signs because it's too Trumpy. Because God forbid somebody might show too up with Trumpy. a thin blue line flag. <laughs> yes. Yes, like, yeah, well, they have refused so far to promote four protests because they were too Trumpy. Like, I don't give a fuck right. if somebody shows up with a thin blue line flag. I'm there when my parents have addresses signed. Right, and God if forbid you, you are seen means, with yeah. somebody that you disagree with. Maybe you could have a conversation with them. How are you going to God do anything if you're never going to be seen with people you disagree with? It's, it's But it's so also stupid. fine for the LP Massachusetts to promote a Planned Parenthood rally. <laughs> of course, yes. Right? Well, but, I mean, right, so so that's like, a crazy thing. I, th- I think what you're highlighting is really the crux of all libertarian issue and protest and like maybe a big part of why the libertarian party's accomplished so little in the past 50 years because yeah. bitching about a tweet for weeks on end doesn't require anybody to get up off their ass and do anything right. they do it in the yeah. slack channel from the comfort of their mother's basement they're not actually yeah. going out and doing anything they're not lifting a finger to fight against the state 
promoting the Planned Parenthood protest, it was a protest in Texas. Nobody in Massachusetts is actually going to go there. They just wanted to retweet it. That's sure. all that they see activism is, but, is likes, comments, and retweets. But you promote a protest in Boston, I've been going outside and yelling amongst Trumpers. And for some because reason, the Trumpers them. are more accepting of me than LP Massachusetts. Right. Because they don't like you because you are not them. You're not on the in crowd. This is the problem we had in New Hampshire, too. At some point, the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire just became an inner circle where there was 100-something members in the party, but it was 15 people in a group chat. And that was all that was actually active. And that was all that actually did anything. And it was only discussed between them. They never reached out to other members. In Massachusetts, I think you guys are having the same thing where you have nine people on the state committee who have a group chat about promoting themselves and talking about what a great job they're doing but god forbid they lift a finger to actually fight against the state and god forbid they promote a member who's doing more than they're doing to fight the state especially when what you're actually fighting against is something that they find comfortable because we've created a pandemic of too many libertarians who are naturally introverted and autistic and they don't like human engagement and interacting with other people that when it came to the lockdowns and the mandates they fucking celebrated deep down right. inside because they now they had an excuse Spears. like 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 the lp of massachusetts has been so fucking silent on the lockdowns but they've tweeted about freeing britney <laughs> to be fair yeah. i tweeted about freeing britney that was a major sure. issue we should we should free britney but i care more about medical tyranny than britney right. yeah and it's right. the same even with even yeah. with abortion and stuff like that. if you if yeah. you're pro-abortion if you're a libertarian like that's a gray area for libertarianism in my yeah, opinion and uh same. i don't care if you disagree with me yeah. on it if you want to go out and you know yay abortion do that go go yay abortion it up go yay baby, baby killing all, all you want that's fine but uh at the same time like between the two between abortion uh and government mandated lockdowns and injections which one of these two things are more antithetical to libertarianism like one that's a gray area or one that is about literally the the whole reason we have a platform to begin with the whole point of this right. party but if you say that during a meeting, you are disruptive and <laughs> right, because that's what I've been trying to say. Like at the first meeting that I came in, I was, I was like, I was like, Hey, why have you guys been silent? Like, why are you guys not every day pushing this, right? If it's not this, then what, right? And that is, you know, disruptive behavior that if you're upset about not promoting protests, then that's, you know, disruptive behavior. If yeah. you ask them, do you hate the state? That is disruptive behavior. <laughs> it is disruptive behavior to ask your local libertarian party, do you hate the state? And like refusal to answer is just killing me. Did that happen? You you asked them, do I, you I hate, asked state, them, do you hate the state? Okay. To be fair it, to at least one of the state committee members in Massachusetts. Yes, it was like, the fine, whole... I do hate the state, but. Well, the, the whole meeting Masha kept interrupting. Do you hate the state? Do you hate the state? They silenced her. Other people kept asking. One of the state committee members started texting me. He's like, Jesus fucking Christ. I hate the state, but I'm refusing to answer because I can't engage with Masha. Right. So, I, I mean, in fairness, it's kind of like uh, the, the racism thing where you refuse yeah. to answer the question just because yeah, fuck you. So. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. if yeah, I was on the really other side point. of that and yeah. I felt like I was right and I disagreed Ooh. with you on something and right. you kept saying in my face, do you hate the state? I'd say, fuck you. Get out of my face. Right. Because uh, I'm also a libertarian and that's how we deal with yeah. our problems. <laughs> yes. 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 We, we go re or we say fuck you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. We and, should just rename it the point. contrarian party. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, I, I mean, we're not unified on what we actually believe. It seems so. Why not? We we are the 
anti the 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 fuck everybody else party. We we want to feel special. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so Masha, how long anyway, have you been involved in the? How long have you been involved in the Massachusetts party? Actually, not long at all. I think I joined like a couple of months ago, because I've known about them for a very long time. Um, I mean, I initially knew they existed because of a Tinder date I didn't go on, um, and then okay. and then like and then I've met. Like, um, I knew, I, I got to know of a Mises caucus effort and I got involved partially, like I, I am very black build on the LP and using the LP as a messaging tool, especially because first you have to overcome the hurdle of tweeting about Planned Parenthood. Um, but I've been very black pilled on it. And then I thought more about, well, for the time being, I'll be in Massachusetts. I'll move to New Hampshire eventually. But while I'm in Massachusetts, I can either roll my eyes every time I see the LP tweet, or I can join in and share my ideas. And, and immediately um, get kicked out. And immediately get kicked out. <laughs> right? But it, 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 it was just more the case of like, while I'm here, I will jump in for the masochism and for the lulls. And... Um, I guess I got the masochism and the and the lulls. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, <laughs> Shannon yeah. Lee says, "LMFAO, this gets better the more we talk about it." Thank you, Tinder. <laughs> yes, thank you. I can. I, I I actually can honestly thank Tinder for a lot of things in my life. Um, but but yeah, no. <laughs> Good it, and it, bad. It's it just yeah. It's 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 just more than case of right. Like like for like uh you know like a staunch libertarian not to know about the LP. In, mm-hmm. in your local state until you just have to match with Tinder. Like, right, like, right. Again, it's like, like it, sh- it, like it shouldn't have taken me Tinder to find out that it, this even right. exists. Tinder is doing a better job at recruiting libertarians than the Libertarian Party of Massachusetts is. Can we say that? Well, well it's not like it's out anywhere, you know, right? <laughs> so, um, but, but, but yeah, I, so I feel like I've been, I've been identifying as a libertarian for the past decade. It's just more the case of like, I just, you know, I just thought like, okay, like, why, why not? Even though I don't really, I'm very black built, but I have friends that believe in the Mises caucus. And I just finally decided, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be in this with, with my friends. Yeah. It seems like there's and, nothing better at yeah. blackpilling libertarians than the libertarian party. It's like, yay, I'm a libertarian. I've discovered this new philosophy. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a party for that? Let's yeah. see. What, oh, fuck libertarians. <laughs> that's that's just yeah. awful. And, right, they're, it, they're it, terrible and I said this like I've held I've held this ideology for a decade now. It's not like it's yeah, sure. No, it's not, like it, it's not even um, it's like I had Mark Pellegrino on my show last week uh, to talk about the things he's doing because he's a starch ardent mm-hmm. libertarian has been forever. Sure. And I'm like, so how come you didn't get involved in the Libertarian Party? He's like, I looked at the Libertarian Party and I decided I needed to start a new one. Right. He's gone and started a whole new political party yeah. after one look at the Libertarian Party. What's his party he's called? Somebody, the American Capitalist Party. Okay. Just straight to the point, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. like, he's somebody who, like, could have really helped with the Libertarian Party's, like, outreach and messaging because, like, right. hey, how great would it be if the Libertarian Party pushed out of the thing, like, come join us. We got Lucifer. <laughs> like, sure. Why not? I couldn't even convince my boyfriend to join LP Massachusetts. My boyfriend is an anarcho-capitalist just like me. I couldn't even convince my own my own boyfriend to do it. I have so I run a local liberty meetup. It has over 140 people. Mm-hmm. 
most of those people, I don't think I could convince to join the LP. Like, <laughs> like, 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 think about this. There is a network of 140 people in the greater Boston area that are like liberty adjacent, right? So I said, like, if you identify as an anarchist, anarcho-capitalist, voluntarist, libertarian, etc. Like, there is a network of over 140 people. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could convince them. And how many are in the party? Do you know? I, I think like a couple. A couple? <laughs> a couple. Okay. No, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I couldn't convince my own boyfriend. Sure. I, I mean, like, how many, how many people in Boston is, though? What? Well, really think think about what a prime recruiting ground Boston is for libertarians. Boston, it, it is the birthplace of liberty in America. It is like people the crux killed of where the cops American Revolution started. Over um, in yeah, Minecraft, like, we, killed cops over in taxes in Boston, we New Hampshire. Cops over taxes, <laughs> right? Like, who um, should be the beyond yeah, that? Sorry, it, it has evolved into one of the more oppressive cities and states in the country. That, as far as deprivation of freedom and how it treats people, but anybody who has like a glimmer of freedom as they walk around Boston has to walk by the graves and memorials to John Adams, to Samuel Adams, to Ben Franklin, yeah. like the country's founding fathers, and like real true revolutionary patriots who said fuck it we've had enough we're going to kill cops and kill government agents and take our freedom Mm -hmm. and these people are given that daily reminder in boston so you would think it would be a prime recruiting ground for libertarians and people who are adjacent to liberty but there are so many liberty-minded people here that's like that's kind of the beauty of it right it's like we do hikes and picnics and board games right like like these people are here that like it's just if the lp wants to recruit them don't cry about racism and mean tweets yeah so let, let's talk about uh yeah, what exactly the, let's yeah. talk about what exactly happened um we we touched on it a bit but you yeah. got kicked out right or you're in yes. the process of getting kicked out or you're no, not sure I, if I you're mean, out um, after two out, months so, in <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so no, I've been kicked out. I've like my account is deactivated. Initially, I tweeted enough to get an, an expulsion letter because at first my account was just shut off, right? So that if you tweet enough at your chair, then your chair will send you an, an, an expulsion letter. Eventually. Your what account got shut off? So my um, LP Massachusetts account, just one night it was okay. locked off, right? Okay. But um, so initially, what happened was that the Massachusetts Mises Caucus had tweeted at LP Texas. LP Texas said something, you know, Confederacy bad. Mm-hmm. And the Massachusetts Mises Caucus tweeted at Texas saying, well, if you think, you know, Confederacy was bad, wait till you hear about the union. Okay. Apparently, if you say something about the union <laughs> being bad, it means you want to enslave black people. Wow. Okay. Um, do you want to break some of this down? Because uh, this is, for yeah. the normie listeners, the, these yeah. are some things that are put out there as like, this is a crazy libertarian thing. If yeah. you start digging into it, you might figure out what exactly they're trying to mean. Can yeah. you break down what, what, what you and they and these tweets back and forth mean? Um, that well, me too. Either one of you. That doesn't matter. The Civil War was not fought to free the slaves. Okay. The Civil War was fought so to the pro- enlarge the state. And so- a lot of people had to die for nothing. The, the big argument, the yeah. big issue that people have when debating the Civil War yeah. and the Union versus the Confederacy especially is the issue of slavery. And people like to say it was only about slavery, it was about slavery, and every argument gets distilled down to slavery yeah. right. because, yes, the secession letters of 10 of the Confederate states 
stated that they were seceding to protect yeah. the institution of slavery yeah. from what they saw as a Republican takeover of yeah. the federal government because they thought Republican abolitionists from the North were going to abolish slavery. So that's why they were seceding. Sure. That is set in stone. The Confederacy were pieces of shit who didn't value human freedom or human liberty. But the North didn't fight the war for slavery. The North fought the war for the preservation of the Union. As known by, not a single slave was freed by the North yeah. during the Civil and War. when the Massachusetts caucus pointed it out, saying, like, yeah. what were the lives of these enslaved Black people any better after the Civil War? Right. It was like, oh, you don't care about the slavery of Black people. You're <laughs> racist, right? That, yeah. So how do so you get that out of that? Though? Like, they they said, well, was it any better? Window, and that's that they weren't saying slavery window, was better. It doesn't. I I know it's just an ignorance thing. They haven't dug enough, into it. Right. Yeah. Well, well the, the, the problem is nobody's dug into it. Right. It, and that's why I'm asking you to. Taught. Explain yeah, it's, it, it, it's not something that's taught. It's not something yeah. that public education goes into. It's not even something politicians want to go into. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that during the Civil War, there were three Union states that held slaves. And when the uh, Abraham Lincoln gave the Emancipation Proclamation, it was not an effort to free the slaves. It was an effort to keep England out of the war because England was preparing to enter the war on the side of the Confederacy because they had uh, a trade agreement with the Confederacy for cotton that they for their industrial revolution yeah. and we've got a special guest in coming in it's a oh, racist nazi himself jeremy kaufman jeremy oh. how's it going Hello, my racist <laughs> may or may not be able to hear us yeah but um when abraham lincoln gave the emancipation proclamation that was the first time the war ever became about slavery and it was just to keep the british from entering the war on the confederate side because england had already abolished slavery and but what it didn't do was free the slaves in west virginia or kentucky or tennessee or any of the union states that held slaves and it only freed the slaves in territories that didn't recognize the authority of abraham lincoln to free their slaves sure. and in fact after the north won the war it was another two years until a single slave was actually freed sounds like some revisionist history you got there justin uh and that is why you're here as my chaperone because i would not have been able to say this and i would have just called people glue pilled and other mean words and right. this would have gone badly now oh, I, I know that like i said there these are things that like libertarians throw around like oh the civil war had nothing to do with slavery but we don't very yeah. often really break it down uh but we right. to to explain it we have a, a man who knows all about it and will tweet <laughs> offensive things about it jeremy kaufman how's it going man <laughs> Hey, I, I'm I'm here now. Uh, I'm offended that you've called me offensive, but yeah, I'm 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 happy to be talking with you guys. I've only got about 15 minutes. Just a, sure. just a heads up. So I'm gonna. Have well, to Jeremy, well, one thing we realized, and I don't know if you've realized this yet, but the tweet that initially got you in trouble, the trans people's lives or taxes tweet, was a retweet yeah. of something that Masha had originally tweeted. <laughs> so before you got her kicked out of LPMS, she got you in trouble in New Hampshire. Just like a racist libertarian circle jerk over here. Yeah, and I think I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it's always correct to 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 dig your your heels in. Now, in Masha's case, I mean, I think they're being pretty ridiculous. But it's but like I also dig my heels in too much. Yeah, like well, right, but I mean, you know, I I I think I could have phrased that tweet better. I think if you're a libertarian, the notion that that trans murders is a bigger problem than the state, I mean, I think that's ludicrous. I think you'd have to be crazy to believe that that the you know a hundred, uh, I think it's like a hundred people or fifty people, like you know, the state is way more evil than that, right? So uh, you know, someone saying that transphobia is a bigger problem than the state, that's basically saying you're not a libertarian. 
Um, but that doesn't mean we can't make mistakes. You know, my intent is to get people to be thinking. It, I'm never sitting there and just being like, oh, I'm going to make so many people angry. That's never the intent, just to make people it's angry. It's just a perk. It's just a perk at the job. Yeah. <laughs> And it was something that I heard from somebody else that, you know, hypothetical question. I just don't remember who said it. And I just made it a poll because I love making polls. I was kind of annoyed that my response didn't get any traction because everybody was focused on Jeremy's. Uh, all Jeremy said was, I voted for A. I voted for, it just sounds like a year in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, yeah. So, oh yeah, that that poll got you in trouble. Yeah, I mean these 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 people are crazy. I, you know, I don't know if you guys have talked about the fact that I'm not aware of like the the Democrat or the Republican Party doing anything like this. Like, I'm not aware that you know they attempt to sort of like police people's stances, and you can get kicked out of 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 one of the parties. I you know I don't think anything like this happens I'm, i maybe i'm wrong someone can correct me on that i'm not i'm not yeah. it's not something i've researched but it's not something i'm no, aware so they have they actually have mechanisms at least the republican parties is through my history of involvement with them has mechanisms to kick people out and officially disavow people you just don't hear about it because they disappear right no. after no they never fucking do it because yeah. it, nobody's ever been a big enough of a problem for the republican party to need to remove them or if they became a big enough problem they were too high profile to remove like fucking donald trump uh, it, it all comes down to the fact that the solution to pollution is dilution. If you're upset with something that somebody else is saying, you need to recruit a thousand more people to say something different. And then nobody will pay attention to the one crazy person. And they are big enough that it doesn't matter to them what yeah. one or two crazy people say. Yeah, right, right. Like, Masha, you have no formal role or had no formal role in the LPMA, right? Before just, this, right? I'm just you were just, with a Twitter account. Like, yeah, I, so like, I don't, I don't even understand. Like, what's, what's the theory here that like there are these prospective people who are going to join the Libertarian Party of Massachusetts, and then like, but they didn't because they saw what Masha said on Twitter. Like, what's even right. the like theory of causality? How did they? They like Googled Libertarian Party of Massachusetts, and then their her, her tweets show. Oh, I mean, that obviously can't doesn't even happen. Find me because it's not like I would. Ad it's yeah, too embarrassing right. to advertise LPMA through my Twitter. It is too right. embarrassing. I, like, I pissed as, off as, 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 as I was saying, like I couldn't even get my boyfriend to join the LP because it's so cringy. Right. Well, like, I, I pointed I out. I pointed out the other day. I believe Fakertarians has done yeah. more damage to the Libertarian Party than anybody Fakertarians tries to damage because it's a bunch of people who yeah. have no official position. They're just tweeting on their own personal timelines, and Fakertarians goes and screenshots it and publicizes this is what's wrong with the Libertarian right. Party. And why, if you were convinced that you were in a party that's full of racists? Why would you stay in that party? Why are they trying? Like, not, I'm not saying that they're not the party is full. Sure. Or you might think well, there's think... one bad apple, and you think you got the bad apple, which is the Russian Jew. Yeah, but people uh, like uh, JBH leaving the party saying, yeah. uh, "I it was just full of racists. I couldn't take it anymore." It's like you were the head, man. You were the guy. You were the, the head of yeah. the racist party. So if it, well, it was either I, racist I or you were the racist. head. Yeah, and I think the way that I think the way that you square this is, and and I think it's very clear, and and uh, the LP Massachusetts being a, a just a more amateurish form of of LP National, yeah. um, more more incompetent form. They're not quite as good at their scheming. Uh, you know, basically these people, they have they're in this for a club. That's why they're in it. 
Okay. It's they've defined their identity and their lives around it. Right. And that's their thing. That's what they care about. I'm, I'm the chair of the Libertarian Party. I'm whatever. They're not actually interested in growing the party. They're not actually interested in achieving uh, a libertarian society. What they're interested in doing is having their club. And so when they're interested in having their club, they're interested in finding any reason to get people out of the club that threaten their positions of status uh, right. or within it. And in this thought, I want to add that in the meeting, Ashley, said, Ashley Shade said, I'm one of the people being considered, even though I was like voted out before the meeting began, but that's another story. But she said, Mosh is one of the people being considered. So, okay. Who Do we know who these other merge? people are at all or just? No, because, right, because nobody will say anything because right. if you say wrong things, you will get perched. Yeah, it's, right. well, that, and that's, party and, leadership is so disconnected from membership; they don't know who anyone is who hasn't made themselves known. Sure. Well, well but and, why would you just, make yourself known if you can get perched? If you can get just, perched right. as a secret ballot and a crying baby. Yeah, but just disconnected from reality. Like I guarantee you yeah. that Ashley Shade and I, I've done no research into her. So, but I would bet ten to one or better right now that she has, just has absolutely nothing going on in her life. That she's unsuccessful professionally. She doesn't have a family. She's this is her life. Okay, and it is her life, uh, this this status that she has in the party, and so for people to be coming in and and threatening that, that's an existential threat to her because then she'd be left with nothing, and so she so it doesn't matter. Uh, it's all about that. It's it's holding on to this one thing that she has. The only thing that's good that she has going for her is that she's involved in the Massachusetts Libertarian Party, and so if a group of people who are more enthusiastically libertarian than she is who want to come in and get involved and they might not like her because why would you want someone like that? That as the face of the party, and that's Why not a trans woman. Well, I don't think I think right. they want to be trans. I'm not an, I'm not an, you know, it's funny, I'm not anti trans. It's I'm, fine that she's trans. I'm just anti -overweight. Why, yeah, uh, I, I actually would agree. <laughs> All that that's right, a big, that's probably a big but I, I, I want to chime in here yeah. and just say that I do know Ashley a, a bit. I worked with her on the, the Vermin campaign stuff. I have personally never had any. any bad encounter with her so i'm not gonna like dog i don't want to dogpile on her or anything if she's said stuff or done stuff that uh you guys know that you disagree with which she's certainly welcome to come on and give her side of the story too but i'm not here to like bash on her particularly but um so yeah Ashley's we're not like great friends anything. or anything <laughs> ashley ashley's never done anything personally that sure. i find disagreeable it's professionally and sure. as long as i have known ashley she's been constantly running for something like sure. that's all she does is run for something, run for something, run for something. She is never not campaigning, whether it's for city council race that she's not going to win or an LP seat internally. She is constantly running for something. Says the guy with the campaign see, signs behind his head. I gave a whole big rant the other <laughs> night about how that's never happening again. And these are just reminders of all sure. the time and money I wasted. Right. Um, some don't... of Jeremy's money I wasted too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's constantly failed at everything she's run for. And that's to me, like when she asked me for an endorsement to replace me on the LNC, when I announced I wasn't going to run for a third term, she decided she was going to run for my seat. She asked me for an endorsement. I flat out said, no, like I'm not going to endorse somebody who constantly runs for internal party office and then gets removed from that office. Cause she never showed up to do the job. Hmm. Like the only office she didn't get removed from before this was the chair of outright libertarians. But when she got elected chair of outright libertarians, it was a thriving, massive caucus within the party that was doing great work outright? to recruit people from outside the party. And it just ceased to fucking exist when she was in charge. They hmm. didn't have booths at conventions. They didn't do any recruiting. They didn't do any promotion. It was just 
a resume filler for her. When she got elected to be secret, uh, treasurer of the Massachusetts party, three months later, the state committee voted to remove her because she never showed up, never filed a single treasurer's report. She didn't do the job, but she was too busy traveling around the country to conventions promoting herself as the transgender face of the party. And the moment she got elected chair of LP Massachusetts, she didn't send out an email to members saying, okay, great, here's what we're going to do, here's my mission for it. She sent out a national press release to say the Libertarian Party just elected the first open transgender state chair and that is all her chair has chair, chairmanship has been marked by is promoting the fact that she's the first openly elected openly transgender state party chair in the country which that's, that's cool all she cares about that's cool but there, if there's not more to, than that which i'm not saying there isn't i don't know but right I, I have nothing against that sure promote that we should be saying hey see we're more, more diverse we're more this we're more that whatever play play ball but uh if that's all you got to go on then that's, that's right nothing so it's a big nothing. Anyway, yeah. so, so 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 then I said we can only aspire to Jeremy Kaufman's level of greatness with a pouty face in the Slack channel. It's like, are you going to endorse this bigotry, right? Right. And then once once you give me a prompt to lean in, I'm gonna poke the angry bear with a stick because that's my impulse. Yeah. Um, uh, Jeremy, I will and, say I saw your tweet yeah. and I was like. It's. I mean, it's a chuckle. And then Justin just uh, just pointed out that it's a, a Hunter Biden quote, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's funny." Yeah, that's it came funny. out. It came out that day. That, yeah, Hunter Biden yeah. Said, had said exactly that, right? Yeah. And like, imagine yeah. saving that tweet, waiting for me to tweet something in favor of the Mises Caucus Civil War tweets, and then being like, "Well, is Jeremy Kaufman next?" Of like, is that yeah. really like the sort of ultimate evil baddie you can think of? Yes. Um, and, so, and by the way, like to to be clear on my stance, like I don't I don't generally support using racial slurs. Like I don't think you should call either. people racial slurs. I didn't slurs. say it, it until they got mad at me yeah, about yeah, your right. tweet. Right. Right. And what I, what what I dislike is this is this concept of um, uh, uh, tabooing words um, when mm-hmm. when we're talking about the words that we don't need to taboo them. It's it's uh, you know it's funny because I bet all these people read Harry Potter right and uh, they're like the people who want to say he who who won't be named. It's like just say Voldemort. That's who we're talking about. Like that's what was said. It's just a sound and and the the tabooing of the word. That's what gives them the power. The timidity that we have about saying certain words out loud. That is what grants them the power when they are used as slurs right it's like if i call you a jerk no one cares if you if you get called a jerk because jerk's not a taboo word right and it, and if you, you want to if you want to weaken the impact that these kinds of words have you have to weaken the taboo of saying right yeah and look i think that if you are if you think that i am too fragile to hear the word kike then you are actually anti-semitic right and that that's a fair point that i've made on the show many times it's like saying that we can't make a joke about black people to black people or in the vicinity of black people is just disrespectful to black people thinking that they're too stupid to understand what jokes are because jokes are inclusive that's the only thing we have left to unify on if we're if we're unable to joke around with people then that's not creating more unity between different quote-unquote races of people that's segregation that, that's tiptoeing around people. I, I don't understand the appeal, but here we are. And then we all grew I, up on fucking South Park. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. We and all grew up on Renan meeting, Like, am right. I being expelled because Jeremy Coffin said bad word? It's like, oh, Masha said bad word. Oh, no. Right. Right. But yeah. if it's like, I, w- I wouldn't have asked that question explicitly had I not felt like, well, you're really upset about this. I will poke the angry bear with a stick because right. I don't know what else to do. 
And this this whole guilt by association thing that we are obsessed with is just staggering. Like the, the Josh Smith is a Nazi because he had Hotep Jesus on, who said something about uh, the alt right at one point. Who have some people who claim to be Nazis and yada yada. Like most of the alt right aren't even actual Nazis. You're talking about association of association of association, like this this human centipede of Nazism, and Josh Smith, a Jewish Israeli man, he's not really Jewish, Jewish, he's half Israeli. whatever, Israeli dude, uh, Israeli-ish dude, um, you're going to call him a Nazi because he associates with a black dude who associates with, like, just absolute, utter horseshit. I mean, uh, they used, like, a tweet of mine where I said I would rather be friends with, with people that are genuinely concerned about the Jews than people are offended on, on my behalf. Yeah. And they used this tweet as evidence saying Masha is aligning with racists. Yep. Yep. And the whole Jew <laughs> thing came up because the Mises Caucus tweeted, like, we wouldn't want to enslave anybody, especially the ruthless cosmopolitans of LP, Massachusetts. <sighs> and ruthless cosmopolitans is a dog whistle for a Jew and under Soviet Russia. Is it? And it was like, it, like who knew I that? Who knew that before I mean, they if, looked it if up? If you look for it on <laughs> Wikipedia, if you look for it on Wikipedia, it is like ruthless cosmopolitan is is an older time dog whistle for Jew. Okay, I'm just gonna say it I was Jew approved, heard... right? It was Jew approved. <laughs> I... I had never yeah. heard and Jeremy's gone. the term cosmopolitan. Yeah, I, I had yeah. never heard this term until it became a point of contention with the Massachusetts Party on Twitter. Right, and I fucking love it. I, I love it too. Right, <laughs> like to and, me, and like, I've been using it to describe free yeah. staters in general yeah. because they're rootless. They came from all over the place, and they're cosmopolitan people who are wide and varied in their culture. So, and so. Like, I will ask, like, with three shit posters on the call, um, who I don't think would disagree, what is it that drives you to use terminology like rootless cosmopolitan knowing, is it just knowing that people will go, I got you now, that's it, or is is there something more to this? I'm I'm actually using it because a a man much farnier than I am wrote it it on a Twitter (laughs) account, right? So, like, like, none of the Mises caucus tweets that are funny are written by me, like, I mean, you've got that the, the funny Jew blood. You've got me. that at least going yeah. for you. No, but I'm I don't know if that overpowers the woman blood. But, but like but. the only reason that, that I use it now is because it upset people. Yeah. Yeah. So I Sorry, try and avoid I using language. Sorry. Like I, I, I try and avoid using language that people generally see as offensive because it's a distraction from the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. And uh, like I'm an author, I write a lot, and I consider myself. I consider like language to be an art form like if you can't find a way to describe what you're doing without just resorting to slurs then you're not going to properly communicate your point to somebody who's just going to be distracted by the slur but like rootless cosmopolitan that is a fucking artful word (laughs) and i will continue to use it um but knowing that it will upset people why I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here because I'm kind of a at jerk this point myself, because, but... <laughs> I've, because I've learned very quickly over the past week who it upsets, and I don't care about their opinions. It it it, it depends. In my speaking for myself, like it it depends um, on who's being upset, and like I'm generally not saying something just to make people upset. I'll give you an example of a ship, but I would accept that I'm a ship poster because I think ship posting is like basically saying things that are like provocative that are making people think that may trigger some people uh, mm. but I'll, i tweeted this last week and it didn't even do particularly well but uh, something like um uh the prime minister of new zealand was more successful at keeping out muslims than the christchurch shooter right now 
that is, I believe, a factually true statement. Yep. Because he, he didn't really accomplish anything and, and Muslims haven't new Muslims haven't been allowed into New Zealand for coming up on two years. Right. Uh, and so that's like it's designed to be provocative to get people thinking about the fact that, hey, like that's actually kind of racist or, kind, you know, to not be letting people into your country. To not be yeah. let, um, and uh, but and I don't and I don't mind using the fact that it's provocative to hopefully spread the message. Right. Sure. Um, but I, I don't like to be provocative, like solely for being provocative for the sake of being provocative. I like there to be uh, a message. Like, I do think thinking that certain people can't hear certain words be said. I think that's more racist than saying the words. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say that to get people to see that idea. But I'm never saying something just to piss people off. Which makes you better than me, I think. So, Masha, why do you say things just to piss people off? (laughs) Because it's funny. Because there's something terribly wrong with me, and I hate myself. I don't know. Well, I think it's it's you get it's it's a sense of power. If you can make someone else experience emotions that they didn't intend to experience, then you do have a sense. Then you do have a, a form of power over them. Sure. I, th- I think that's generally why people are attracted to that kind of um, action. Yeah. Power in, I, in the same sense as uh, libertarian party leaders have power or like actual power? <laughs> um, in, in neither sense. In the sense that like I caused you to feel something or to do something that you didn't want to do before I did the thing. So it create it gives me it gives it gives the individual doing it, you know, a sense of uh, a, a sense of control, a sense of influence. Uh, if you make someone feel uh, a, a certain way. Right. I think Dan just inadvertently made the biggest point of the whole thing is mm-hmm. when you look at all of this liberty drama and libertarian party drama and you distill it down to what people are fighting over, the fucking craziest part is how little power people are actually We're fighting, fighting over. over a Twitter account. If I get a thousand more yeah. followers, I will outgrow LPMA in my Twitter following. Yeah. We're like, fighting over a Twitter account. The Libertarian Party can't control who runs for office as a Libertarian. The state secretaries of state do that. And it's all a matter of who you register as and whether or not they collect the petitions. The Libertarian Party can't kick anyone off the ballot. They don't actually have power to control their name and messaging in politics. All your f- people are fighting over is who controls the Twitter account. It's fucking yeah, well, crazy. Has, has anyone ever heard of Sayers Law? So uh, this is from a professor at Columbia University. I just looked it up. I wouldn't have known that. Uh, but it's uh, in, any, in, any, in any dispute, the intensity of feeling is inversely proportional to the value of the issues at stake. Uh, and the follow-up quote is, this is why academic politics are so bitter. Um, and I think it right. definitely applies yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, having been in academia before this, I can. Really, yeah. No, and, and you look at it like you look at like big corporate like property merger suits where people are fighting over billions of dollars, and everybody's calm and collected and doing the paperwork and making sure things are right. And you look at like petty political squabbles of people fighting over somebody using a mean word on Twitter and his fucking left and right and a lynch mob online. Yeah, yeah. I've got to bounce, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's cool. good to talk to you. Yeah, yeah Jeremy, thanks, thanks, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming on, Jeremy. It was Appreciate good to see you. It. Cool, cool. Check out Jeremy yeah. at uh, on like Odyssey and stuff, and on Twitter if you have the stomach for it. But um, let's get back to uh, some of the the stuff, the the the, oh, yeah. the dirt here. Um, so you, so was there any before these tweets, before all this? Did you have like drama with them? Where you did you like show up to meetings and ha- have controversy between people? I mean, or anything we like do that? meetings over Zoom because it, it's not safe. 
Of course it's not. It's not safe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we do meetings over, over Zoom. It's, it's not safe. You know, you mm-hmm. might get COVID and die. Um, but I, I was at first, like the first meeting that I came in, I was pretty aggressive and saying like, why haven't you been anti-lockdown? Yeah. And they're like, well, you could write a blog for our, the LP Massachusetts website. Because and, and, and blogs, like, blogs actually, are going to change the world. I, I went yeah. looking because I went looking on the LP Mass website for like minutes of meetings to see like votes and past record and whatnot. Well, well why blog, would you have it up there? No, the blog and everything, the news is all hidden behind a paywall. So only members can see it. So people who aren't logged into the website can't even see, see the blog. We can't tweet against lockdowns because the one person with the Twitter keys is pregnant and you cannot tweet while pregnant. What you can't tweet about? You can't. You can't tweet. Justin, while you're please, pregnant. please translate. The one person with the keys <laughs> to the Twitter account was pregnant. Yes, and that's and why we can't why... tweet. <laughs> so our state party is on like uh, maternal leave or something. So we just don't say anything because nobody else can well, handle this. Well, we couldn't tweet. You know, like we couldn't tweet because only one person from the entire LP Massachusetts party has access to the Twitter and she's pregnant. So we can't tweet. But if we, you know, if we convince enough people to join our party, then they can pay us money to come look, read our blog. And then they will find out that we kind of disagree with, uh, a, you know, yeah. tyranny on mass scale. Uh, then we'll change hearts and minds at that point. Like, right? And and I was basically like, why the fuck is this not the anti-lockdown party? Yeah. Like, w- w- why, like, why do the Trumpers at protests inspire me more sure. than an account occasionally well, I think we all know. freeing Britney Spears? It's because of the racism. It's because of the racism. <laughs> yeah, right? And so, and then, and then like during the, and then, you know, before the second meeting, I got a text from Justin being like, Hey, you're going to get expelled. Mm-hmm. So this right, just came because, out of nowhere for you. Like nobody gave I you mean, a warning or anything like that. Just, no, Hey, so this so is happening. I got, yeah. One of yeah. the state committee members is a good friend of mine. And uh, he was the one recorded no vote on kicking Masha out. Yeah. And I've known him for a long time. And he texted me like, that morning he's like sos emergency ashley's trying to kick masha out of the party and i'm like what the fuck and so i just forwarded it to masha i'm like what's this about and then i began tweeting about it like i am like i tend to do right and then i um and then like um and so i i knew i was going to get expelled i knew it was going to get i knew it was going to be a two-thirds secret vote Mm -hmm. I had no idea it already begun. So, right, I thought it would happen during the meeting, but apparently I texted one of the executive committee members, I texted Vogue Jeremy, and I said, like, I'm not gonna go scorched earth on you. I feel like you can, I, I feel like, you know, like, I, I think that in part he was doing it out of principle. Sure. Um, but, you know, like, and, you know, I, I said, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to vote yes, right? And he said yes. And then he asked about hanging out soon, right? Because I'm, I'm a terrible racist. That's why we should hang out soon. Um, so he's, people are still stuff. trying to be friendly and stuff. They're like, no, we're I just going like, to kick you out. I you mean, don't like, need to be here because you're no, evil. But, but, like, but, like, we talked about his feelings about some stuff. We talked about the new color of his walls. We talked about him being late to the meeting because he, he's And you were like, bathroom. those walls are way too dark. It triggers no, me. No, I mean, like, I, you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But it, but it just like, right. But I had no idea that the vote had. So, like, I was fine with him voting yes. Mm-hmm. 
until I learned he had already voted yes. Hmm. Okay. Right. So it's just more like don't do it behind my back, right? So a yes vote is to is to kick you out. Yes. You were fine with that. Yeah. Why were you fine with that? Um, because. Because I'm a terrible person? (laughs) No, because, right? No, because actually I'm racist and he's black. And if he was offended by my tweet, I'm so racist that I believe it generally hurt him because I'm so racist. Mm. No, I like, I I can buy the branding argument, but I feel like the branding argument doesn't work if you then cry racist. Right. Well, let's remember what the actual charge was. What Ashley said in the meeting, her exact words were the charge is she either tweeted or retweeted an offensive tweet containing the N-word. And when I went back and looked at it, Masha never tweeted or retweeted an offensive tweet containing the N-word. Woke Jeremy replied to Masha with a quote tweet. Right. So he was retweeting it. Yeah. Asking I mean, after after oh, the meeting ended, I tweeted a uh, bad word with the hard R in, in all caps. <laughs> you deleted it. And I deleted it because I did not want to go to Twitter jail. And and to clarify for people listening, yeah. why what compelled you to do that? Because if you are very upset about this, I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, responding to somebody else retweeting it pissed you guys off so i'm just going to tweet it myself myself. i don't need jeremy to ruin my life i can do it myself damn it yes i'm a strong independent woman and that's why i have a chaperone for this podcast right so the libertarian party of massachusetts is kicking out female jews um for being racists but but yeah. right but it, but it, but it, but it was also the case right like one guy was supposedly railroaded into voting yes and then he quit the executive committee but his vote still counted one man has been living in New Hampshire for as far as I know it's the libertarian and he can way still vote. Sorry? mind you I I, I said it's the libertarian way you're lucky he's in the country at all yeah <laughs> I used no, to but be, like why are you voting as an executive committee member of LP Massachusetts if you live in right. New Hampshire when I was and on one the lady I'm sorry when I moved to New Hampshire, mm-hmm. I was removed from the executive committee five yeah. years ago. So why hasn't he been removed from the executive committee if he lives in New Hampshire? Hmm. And then one lady said she voted no against expelling me, but her vote registered as yes because she was holding the baby. What does that mean? I've heard you she, say that a couple times, that it, it flipped to a yes because so, like the baby was crying no, and they no, couldn't she, hear her right or what? No, it was more like she meant to click no, but... Because of the crying baby, apparently she clicked yes. Oh. So did, right? did she say that? Did she say, whoops, I accidentally clicked the wrong well, thing? Well, she said it to somebody who told it to me, but it's not like she'll come out and say it publicly. Oh, okay. Right? Sure. And then we don't know when the voting opened. I had to have a text revoke Jeremy saying we voted before the meeting and it closed at 10 p.m. that night. <laughs> but Ashley Shade, it, it said it closed the next evening. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have two different messages from two different executive committee members. Sure. Nobody will tell me when the voting actually opened. I just know from Woke Jeremy via text that it opened before the meeting and they voted before the meeting. Mm-hmm. Now, but it's not like anybody told me what my charges are. It's not like anybody we. There is no transparency. It's just that two thirds of us, or some of us, and a crying baby, and a man that lives in New Hampshire, and a man that's already left the committee <laughs> can vote you out at any time. Right, right, right. Um, so, Justin, can you weigh in on some of the bylaws? Is this uh, is this even quote unquote legal within the the scope of what uh, the party is allowed to do, or 
Not. So uh, let me let me put on my pink wig real quick for this one. Um, <laughs> yes. The the Massachusetts state party bylaws are a clusterfuck. Um, I don't think they qualify as bylaws under any parliamentary authority. Okay. Most libertarians are used to Robert's Rules of Order because that's what everybody fucking uses, yeah. uh, even as awful as they are. But Massachusetts actually uses Francis and Francis Democratic Rules of Order, which is a significantly better parliamentary authority than Robert's Rules of Order. And every state party should look into using Francis and Francis instead of uh, Roberts. But the the notion of, like bylaws are supposed to be a set of rules that govern an organization's conduct. And the state party of Massachusetts has two documents. They have a constitution and bylaws. Their constitution can be amended in convention by the delegates and the members of the party. Their bylaws can be amended at any time by the state committee whenever they want for any reason. <laughs> so I don't it means think, absolutely nothing. Yeah. I don't think their bylaws hold up and qualify as what a parliamentary authority defines bylaws as because they are not a product of the organization's membership. Mm -hmm. They're a product of the board. They're like what the LNC would consider a policy manual that governs how the LNC operates for its internal issues. But anything dealing with the party at large, the bylaws are amended only by the membership. Mm -hmm. And so I think... Under any parliamentary scrutiny, this wouldn't have held up as an expulsion because the constitution of the state party says that an expulsion must be a two-thirds vote of the entire state committee with due process and a trial. What due process? What trial? Right. Right. So, right, the, I only got an expulsion letter because my account was shut off and I began tweeting about it. And then eventually, like like the next day, I got a, I got a letter from Ashley. And in yeah. the letter, it says, like, one of the reasons I've been expelled is because I threatened to troll, comma, which is an act of aggression, which is a violation of the NAP. Threatened like, to troll. What yes. does that mean exactly? What, what was she referring to? I wrote to? in the Slack channel after Vogue Jeremy complained about my Chad Jeremy fangirling. I wrote, the trolling will continue until the pearl clashing stops. Okay. And that that's... I violated the NAP. Which, by the way, is after the vote. So the charges were added after the vote. Yeah, yeah. So the charges were at, so like the vote took place supposedly before eight p.m. Monday. On morning of Wednesday, I got the letter. Hmm. Right. Yeah. But but like the most egregious aspect of it is point number three in the letter, um, which said she threatened to troll the organization, which is an act of aggression, which is a violation of the NAP. Hmm. So, it, I mean, I, I, I try to play devil's advocate as much as yeah. possible in situations like this, but like, could you see, I mean, you you said it's just using the word troll kind of proves that it's not a serious threat of like harassment or something but, like I'm going to start a but, harassment campaign. Trolling is just shitposting and every single libertarian does it. Um, so I will read you what Ashley Shade wrote. Okay. Uh, my shirt is trolling. Yeah. <laughs> Threatening Don't to troll the state organization nice. on official workplaces and engaging on such behaviors in social media and during the meetings for not agreeing with your position. An act of aggression, which is a violation of the NAP. So, right? <laughs> like, well, right? And this is, I think, what Carrie Ann Harless was upset about is mm -hmm. if you define unwelcome and disagreeable speech as a violation of the NAP you could remove from your party whoever you want to. Right. 
Because it's just like, funny that the, the Libertarian Party, yeah. of all parties, has the biggest problem with freedom of speech. So we had a problem with Jackie Perry in New yeah. Hampshire because she's an yeah. insufferable, miserable fucking person who goes out of her way to just pick fights constantly and harass people constantly. Okay. We didn't kick we didn't kick her out of the party for that. We booted her from the Facebook group and the group chats and told her she wasn't allowed back in because she was mean. Like we don't want we don't want you around, but you're still sure. a member of the party. You just can't be in our fucking group chat. Right. Fuck off. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's not hard to kick somebody out of a fucking group chat. Yeah. Um, especially when you're the admin of the fucking group chat. Mm-hmm. Well, J- Jackie didn't get kicked out until she went ahead and doxed the chair of the party. Okay. <laughs> that That's a little bit more aggressive controlling you. And I don't even agree that that necessarily should have risen to the level of kicking somebody out. Sure. Like, don't, Depends on the circumstances. I was, I was not upset to see Jackie go, but I don't think the process in which she was expelled from the New Hampshire State Party was above board and really rose to the level of justification sure. for it. And like, we, we keep comparing this to like uh, Karen Ann Harlos's situation and stuff, but Karen Ann right. Harlos was uh, in a position of, you know, political authority to some small degree. And you, you weren't right. You weren't like, I'm just a official... chick with a Twitter account. You're just I, like, there. Like, You're just my, another voting person name, that they don't like. My name is not like my Twitter account does not even say Mises on it because I'm sorry. I, I tweet too many. Like I am too weird and controversial for Mises. Yeah. No, Karen and Harlow's had one legitimate. I'm, I'm just a bird on the internet. Yeah. It, it, and that's the difference is I think Karen and Harlow's had one legitimate charge against her in the whole like list of charges that Laura Ebke had prepared. One of them, I think was a legitimate complaint against Karen Ann. What, what and, and that was this? that when she does her monetized YouTube channels and when she does all of her other stuff that she does for money, she uses her title secretary of the libertarian party. Um, and so like, I think, I don't think it should have risen to, kicking somebody out but per the policy manual that the lnc adopted and they voted on that could be seen as misrepresenting the party hmm. I like guess that was a legitimate charge but she should have gotten a trial but yeah it's a it's a legitimate charge but she should have gotten a trial and the ability to defend herself within the rules right um yeah. but you can't misrepresent the party if you don't have a title to claim right. that you're representing the fucking party. Yeah, I think that's I kind of that, yeah. that's kind of the biggest issue is that we're talking about just somebody uh, that was trying to help the party, trying to bring people in, couldn't because the party was doing miserably. Uh, they they joined the party as one of very few, so maybe there's a glimmer of hope here. And then it's like you have to get out of here. Uh, you can't even associate with us in any way because you posted a mean tweet. No, did they have a conversation with you? Did they call you up and say, no. ask you the question that I asked you? Like, can you explain no. No. this? Can they, you tell me, are you a racist? Are you an anti-Semite? I was muted until, like, so what Ashley Shade did during our meeting is that she kept everybody but the executive committee muted. And then when we began saying things she doesn't like, she would just mute us back, Right. Sure. So this only came up, right? This would have happened in secret had Justin's friend not texted Justin and had Justin not texted me. I wouldn't have received my letter had I, had I not been like tweeting up a storm about it, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. like all of this came out just because of public pressure because, right? And, you know, during the meeting, I would ask like, can you point to a specific tweet? Mm-hmm. Can you explain why, right? And I was told in the sort of Miss Piggy voice, you're under consideration for tweeting or retweeting mean things. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yep. And apparently how we the handle has libertarians, place. autistic libertarians yeah. who don't know how to interact with people. We're going to kick them out if they don't know how to interact with people. Great. Well, That's going to go well. I mean, I look, and I would say this, like, right. But, but, but it's also the case of Masha is one of the, one of the people considered, okay, who also you're purging next. Well, you, you wouldn't know until their accounts are deactivated. Do you think that's just so it doesn't feel like a direct attack on you? They're like, oh, we're doing this. We're kind of kicking a couple people out, cleaning house because we disapprove. Like, is it, do you think it's possible that it is actually just you and they're just using that as a way to make it seem like it's I not just a direct open attack? I am the one caucus member. Okay. Whoever I, else well, disagrees next might be purged for hate speech too. Sure. I think I think if they knew the identities of the people running the LP Mass Macy's Caucus uh, Twitter account, there would be other people being considered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is like, like partially right. It's like, well. Yeah, Masha's the only one who made the mistake yeah. of like self-identifying as a Macy's I didn't Caucus. make the mistake. I knew ahead of time I would be able to keep my mouth shut, so I might as well. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, but but it's just but but it's like right. They have they had to focus on other racist tweets because they can't condemn one person for the Mises account, right? Yeah. And it 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 this, right? I am not. I'm I am a woman. I'm not nearly as funny. I would never write the spicy mean tweets. I will I will gladly take credits for them. You know. Sure. I'm early, <laughs> right? But I, I as women you know, do, yeah. Yeah. As you are a Jew. Do. You're supposed to be funny. <laughs> I'm a woman, right? What's that phrase in French? Jesus, Charlie. How do Justin, you translate. It? I don't speak French. <laughs> I speak you know, like it's, it's like it's like I am Charlie. It was after the Muhammad. Oh, Charlie, Charlie Hebdo. Yeah, like, like like what's that phrase? Like Jesus, Charlie. I, yeah, I don't no know idea. what it means. It's something everyone it, was it, running it, around like, after yeah, the Yeah, like it means I'm Charlie. I just don't know how to pronounce it in French because I don't speak French. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah, right. So, so I, I mean, do you have any more on this case? If not, we can touch on some lighter stuff before we kick out of here. I, I guess I don't know what else to add. Like, rather than like, Fred, like there is no transparency. There is no process. And, and as of now, right? you don't know what's going to happen. They haven't. Wait, you, you did mean, say no, that I they mean, did kick you out officially. Yeah, right? I've been okay. kicked out. Yeah. Gotcha. So after tweeting enough, I finally got a letter on Wednesday that says, like, you know, Tuesday's date on it, which says you threaten to troll, which is an act of aggression, which is a violation <laughs> of the map. Yes. I, I just want to say, like, I don't think that Ashley Shade and the Pragmatist Caucus and, like, even the people in the LNC, like Laura Ebke and everyone mm -hmm. who pushed to remove Karen Ann and those who pushed to remove Masha and the people who are doing other similar things to remove people they find disagreeable in other state parties understand political blowback understand right. that they are giving the Mises caucus the greatest like option and advantage it's because they, they hate Ron Paul so they never heard the blowback speech and all that so they're they, yeah. they have no idea what's like, coming <laughs> like like somebody like somebody asked me about Karen Ann when Karen Ann got kicked out they're like I, I even told this to Karen Ann on her show I'm like I, I told everyone I'm like I don't think you realize you're just gonna make her a martyr and right. if there's one thing she loves to be it's a fucking martyr right I mean, like, look at what I'm doing. Right? I'm not honestly upset about being kicked out of LP Massachusetts. What I do hope to say is that if you live in Massachusetts and you think this is embarrassing, join the Massachusetts Mises Caucus, DM me, or check out our page. Right? I, I heard well, that, if, like, I I heard that if you don't like... Isn't it true that if you... And this is something deep, I think, in the bylaws, but if you don't like your 
your state party, you can just start another one and then steal the Twitter accounts and then say you're claim yourself no. as the new. We won. We won that in New Hampshire. All right. Yeah. You can try, but the national. All right. Again, the Mises caucus has been building their roles for the past three years. And the Mises caucus came out of nowhere like three years ago with like 20 fucking people. Yeah. They showed up to convention in 2018 with like a couple hundred people. And like, I think they're going to roll into Reno with 60, 70% of the fucking delegation yeah. because they kept campaigning and recruiting on the LNC is corrupt. The people in party leadership yeah. are corrupt. And at the time when they started, I kept giving them shit. I kept attacking Michael Heiss. I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, no, I was on the LNC. I'm like, there's legitimate issues to be addressed with messaging and marketing and how the businesses run, but nobody's fucking corrupt. And then all of a sudden, the Prags start doing shit to prove the Mises caucus correct right. and everything the Mises caucus they're like Austrian economists all they do is predict a crash and wait for it to happen and then claim they were right they've been <laughs> predicting corruption for three years it finally happened like we were right <laughs> like yeah, right yeah. and I love the sense of it just for the chaos of it right yeah you like what so I like the sentiment just for the chaos of it sure yeah so yeah. Yeah, and uh, so ha how does this work moving forward? Like, will you be able to reapply for uh, uh, citizenship, or whatever the fuck you want to call it? Uh, will you be able to reapply to uh, if if you know certain people get voted out and things change, yeah, or is it um, just like you're gone forever and you're you're never allowed to be a libertarian again? Um, well, that's the question I had for you, Macho. I, I hadn't thought of this until Dan just mentioned it, but yeah. if it's worth the 25 bucks to try and find out, have you considered just trying to sign up for a membership with a different email address? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would rather buy more white claws. All right. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, how thorough are they? We we like, should we should fund it. Uh, like start a, a fundraiser, raise a hundred thousand dollars for Masha to join the LP again, because that's how much it's going to take. Obviously, we got to get the the campaign ads out there and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, we we can uh, we can talk about some more fun stuff. Like I wanted to ask you guys, um, if you had if you had a gun to your head and you had to answer honestly, you were on a polygraph or whatever, and you didn't know how to cheat it, uh. What is the most offensive thing you've ever tweeted? I've Timothy tweeted, McVeigh did uh, nothing wrong. I've said, unless you're not like, I've said, unless, comma, you're not like health down, it's not rape. <laughs> uh, I think Would you guys like to explain your tweets? <laughs> you uh, can go first, Justin. Yeah, no, uh, I, mine was specifically to try and be provocative. Obviously, Timothy McVeigh did something wrong. Right. And I was trying to bait people into saying, but what about the children? So I could respond with, okay, he should have waited for daycare to get out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that really pissed off fake libertarians and bad fucking libertarian takes, and they decided to try and dox me and cancel me for it. But it was super fun. Just for that? And I mean, nobody <laughs> honestly thinks that that's not a joke, right? Nobody thinks that Timothy McVeigh did nothing wrong. Or is there a group of people out there saying Timothy McVeigh did nothing well, wrong? Well, I mean, so there's a group of people that think Ted Kaczynski did nothing wrong, and it's not much sure. of a leap from Ted Kaczynski to Timothy McVeigh. And I did make the argument when I went on Tower Gang, because Jose got offended by the tweet, and I ended up getting back and forth with Jose. And I'm like, no, here you go. Timothy McVeigh did nothing wrong. Timothy McVeigh had a problem with the government. Sure, Timothy McVeigh said a bunch of awful shit in his manifesto that he he was a, he was a racist piece of shit. But like he picked the right target. Like he didn't go up and try and blow up a fucking school. Or he didn't fucking burn down a 
uh, recreational center. He didn't loot his neighborhood stores. He blew up the federal building. He targeted right. the IRS and the ATF. Those are the appropriate targets. Right. Like if, if you have an issue with the government, you want to go after the appropriate target. And that's the state, not your community. And that's the kind of thing that I really tried. Like, I tried to engage with Black Lives Matter a lot when they were having the big riots. I'm like, hey, guys, how about we don't burn down CVS? The police station's right, right. there. Yeah, yeah, like, same. I we talked about it on this show. Like when they burned down the cop shop, I was like, I wouldn't yes, have done it, but yes. I, I get it. At least that makes more sense than Starbucks. So okay. <laughs> yeah, no, and so like I, I can make an argument, and I use this to go into my rant about how the nap is a childishly incomplete, sufficiently vague philosophy that doesn't actually prohibit violence because it's too vague, and anybody can argue that whatever they want complies with the nap. And I make the argument that Timothy McVeigh did or whatever they want violence. violates the nap, like offensive tweets. Words. Yeah, like Timothy yeah. McVeigh did not violate the nap because he was acting in retribution. He felt aggressed upon by the government. Right. He felt that the government aggressed upon him first, and he uh, he acted in kind. Right. Yeah. Masha, so. you're up. Yeah. Um, so I, I had um, initially done a thread called like one like, one hot take. And I treated my hot takes as um, like not, not, not just like government bad liberty good sure. you know I, I i was like i will honestly try to do hot takes that i feel like most of my followers are going to disagree with mm -hmm. and for one of the likes i think i i don't have the exact tweet in front of me but i said something like unless you're not comma like held down comma it's not rape and i mean that in the spirit of the tweet like i think that unless you're physically restrained and there's no physical way to get out of your circumstance. It's not rape. It if would be drunk. It at rape. least makes it a lot more complicated to rape somebody when they're not held down. If you're just chasing them around with your penis out. Yeah. Um, right. I don't so know how that works. People so are like, well, I, what if you're drugged? Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, oops, like, I you're just looking to get offended, right? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, oops, I tripped. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. But, but like, <laughs> So sorry, Justin. I thought you said something else, but for a second, my heart stopped. Um, so, so um, what do you so, think I said? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you after. Um, we'll so, save it for the bonus. She'll so she'll say what she thought she said in the or he said in the. Bonus. Yeah, no, it, it, it's more of just like, look, if you were too drunk and you were blacked out, it's not rape. Um, if you felt pressured, it's not rape um if you were if you felt manipulated it's not rape because as a woman i care about words having meetings and words like rape having meetings right okay but and like, i remember what's if you're too drunk and blacked out and don't know what you're doing that's still not rape i mean at what point yeah. does like unconsciousness enter the fact right i'm pretty sure like, bill cosby did nothing wrong <laughs> so, <laughs> so so i so, that's her that's her quote not mine Let's be very clear here. <laughs> I will tweet that after this podcast is over. <laughs> um, but I think that if somebody's purposely drugging you, that's like physically incapacitating you, I think that's different from you choosing to get a blackout drunk. And I've said this as somebody that has gotten blackout drunk, right? Um, I think that what you do to, incap to incapacitate yourself physically is not the same thing as somebody else purposefully doing something to incapacitate you physically without your consent. Like each white claw I sip as we record this podcast is a white claw I sip with my own consent. <laughs> I, I sip it and with the intent of getting raped. That's why I... I... 
That's why I don't mind everybody else doing it. Now, well. I do think there's a difference between like what right. I think the most offensive tweet I tweeted and what Twitter reacted to the most sure. offensively. Like, yeah. I think Timothy McVeigh did nothing wrong. Probably should have been my most offensive tweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I thought John Wilkes Booth did nothing wrong, was up there with it, but nobody reacted negatively to that one at all. Yeah. I sold t-shirt. I, I now sell a t-shirt with the portrait of John Wilkes Booth that says you miss 100% of the shots you don't make. That's <laughs> um, lovely. But um, yeah. no, I think the most offensive anybody, the most offended Twitter has gotten at me was <laughs> what I asked um, who fucking, what's his name? Guy from Oklahoma. Kevin Hobby. Yeah, I just said, who is Kevin Hobby? And why do people say you did nothing wrong? And blew up. I don't know who like, that is. Exactly. Um, I pissed <laughs> off. I, I, so many people got pissed off. Apparently, he was involved in a domestic abuse scandal. I don't fucking know. I had never heard of the guy until that tweet. Well, domestic and, abuse uh, accusations. Yeah. And then uh, one <laughs> fucking yeah. one crazy bitch kept coming at me. And finally, I retweeted her. with, And I said, anybody who says there's no reason to hate a woman has never argued with this bitch. <laughs> and that was the most offensive thing that Twitter thinks I've ever done. Okay. Apparently well, guys, thanks for coming on. It's been yeah. fun. Uh <laughs> we totally hate women, too, in addition to black people and Jews. Yeah, naturally so. <laughs> Justin, do you do you have any... Uh, I mean, you look like you've got some minority in there. What, what do you hate yourself for? Uh, I'm just Irish. Mm, that's good I've enough. Got, that's good I've enough. I've got an Irish passport somewhere around here, but... <laughs> Nice. So, again, I just hey, want to we emphasize. Treated, we were treated worse in Boston than black people in the 1800s. Okay, that is you, a matter uh, of historical fact. Go, go ahead. Irish need not apply. Uh, like, up, it, it was during the Civil War when there was mass immigration from Ireland and uh, Irish men coming off the boats were drafted immediately into the Union Army, and Irish women were being denied rent and denied households in Boston. So you're saying Irish but, people. When you when you first said it, I thought you meant this scenario that's going on in Massachusetts no, right now is no. worse. <laughs> it's like, please, no, no. please elaborate just a little bit <laughs> on that no, one. No. Yeah. We, we here in Massachusetts in the Libertarian Party, we were thrown out of our, par our minuscule party after two months of being in. That is obviously way worse than anything that happened before or after the Civil War. It's like 9-11 times 12. But uh, guys, I think we're, we're pushing the end here of the, the public stream. Uh, are you good to stick around for some bonus and uh, get a little bit yeah. weirder? I just need yeah, to run to the bathroom and run back, and I'm all, good, I'm all good to go. Cool. Well, before we switch over to that, go ahead and give all your plugs, each one of you, and anything you want to promote other than racism, and I will, uh, you know, I'll give you give you your floor here. I'm uh, at Rod Birdian on Twitter, and if you want to get involved in the Massachusetts Mises Caucus, look for the Massachusetts Mises Caucus on Twitter or just DM me, and that's it. Cool. Justin? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at O'Donnell, the number four NH. It's a holdover from when I still thought running from office was a good idea. I'm not going to change it because they gave me a blue check mark. Um, and you can see me on YouTube with my new show, O'Donnell for Liberty. Um, we've had great guests like Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I had Ashton Birdie last week, and we've got a couple big name guests coming up. Uh, it's at O'Donnell for Liberty on YouTube. And if you want, you can go buy my book and learn how to talk to libertarians because you're all assholes uh, on Amazon. <laughs> or, or autists. 
That's right. Yeah. And or Why not both? Yes. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for being here. And uh, I'll talk this out. Stick around. You can go pee if you need to or whatever, and then we'll jump into bonus. But uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. And thank you to all of you who tuned in for this live stream. Uh, I didn't know what I was getting into. It was uh, – it was it's fine. It's, it's just fine, guys. It's okay to talk to people that you disagree with. It's okay to disagree with people in the same party. It's okay. And um, the, the biggest point that I would like to leave here on is – why wasn't there a conversation? You know, I, I don't care who it was that was enacting these things, but why wasn't there a fucking conversation? Just like what happened here tonight. Are you a racist? Why are you doing this? Why are you making our lives more difficult? We want to understand at least, and then if we can't come to terms on that, and if we feel threatened or whatever, shoot, kick them out of the party. I don't care. These people are assholes. You saw it for an hour and a half. But until the, like until you have the conversation, then why? Why, why do you feel like that is okay? And Ashley Shade, um, again, I've had nothing but pleasant interactions with you and I have nothing against you personally if you would like to come on the show and give your side of this I fully welcome it that's what the show is all about but um yeah have have the conversations guys and uh keep the dialogue open uh that's the only way that we can actually move forward and focus on the things that matter here which is expanding the world uh for liberty expanding people's mindsets and their knowledge it's going to take a lot more than kicking people off of twitter or kicking them out of libertarian parties or whatever to actually get us to our goal so have the conversation, and until next time, uh, please continue to, well, follow me on Twitter, at TSIDpod. Go to thesystemisdown.tv for all the things, all, all the follows and likes and shit. Thesystemisdown.tv, and uh, sign up for patreon.com forward slash thesystemisdown to get into the bonus, uh, the, the Downers Club, and get the bonus that we're about to do here. I don't know what it's going to be, but we're going to find out together. But until next time, guys, please continue to question everything, stay uncomfortable, be weird, have fun, be bad, and I'll talk to you next time. Peace out. Dun, 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 dun. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe on your way out and help us change the world one uncomfortable conversation at a time. And if you like what you hear and you want to hear more, go join the Downers Club at patreon.com forward slash the systems down for bonus episodes of the show every single week. Until next time, please continue to question everything, stand comfortable, and I'll talk to you then. Thanks. This has been a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.